I'm Austin Basis, and this is Actor Speak, where actors speak and I listen. Welcome back to part two of my interview with actor James Imicus as we continue the conversation. Do you approach like comedy and drama differently? I know this is like a tangent question, but it's yeah. a big debate, you know, over yeah. like actors all the time. And people are like, oh no, I don't approach it differently. I'm like, you kind I mean, of have to know something's funny, yeah. don't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think just the obvious difference is like, and look, this this come from somebody I I I'm like the drama guy. I'm like <laughs> in every just no 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 comedy to me in my in my reel. But, Ty Neptune, um, you're a comedy legend. Yeah. Well, maybe I peaked, and that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peaked yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> you're at. Um, honestly, just the simplest thing. It's when you're approaching comedy, you don't find it funny. It ain't funny. That's it. That's all it is. You gotta you if you gotta make it funny, man. You know, we we have a friend, uh, um, Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. you know, he's our friend. He's johnny chase he's yep. like <sighs> not to be confused with jonathan Ch johnny chase on uh johnny drama on uh not johnny drama yeah. on entourage <laughs> right jonathan chase yes actor jonathan he has this level of like you know it's, it's sort of the robin williams effect you know like when you're given this script and and he goes into these auditions and he just works it between the lines right he is just playing and making choices and having a blast and because he when you watch him do it he's fun he because he's having fun you know that's the difference if he's having fun we're having fun that's clear and 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 for me sometimes the the comedy stuff I get my own way, you know, I get, I start to look at it and I analyze it. I want to be truthful to the text. You know, I want to be, you know, I want to figure out, you know, everything that, you know, I'm, I'm like, sometimes it's just, it's diving too deep. You know, I think you can yeah. dive a little too deep when it comes to the, to, to the sitcom stuff. And it's just about rhythm pace. Sometimes it's, you know, comedy can be very technical. Sometimes it's a yeah. little more technical. And the stakes uh, have to be higher, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes, they are. Yeah, they always are. I mean, every little thing of like, you know, you know, Seinfeld, especially it's like, uh, you know, I can't believe I got a, uh, an H pencil and not a two B, you know, I can't, believe, I'm, and then your character just spirals out of control because they got the wrong leaded pencil, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're just losing my, yeah. but that's a big deal to your character, you right. know? uh they're all ocd right they all have their like tendencies to like obsess over something you know mm -hmm. and uh but but what i do think is interesting and, and sort of the the similarities are that you know like you said it's like the if the stakes are high if if it's you have to care about you know what you you got to know what your objective is right and you got to really care about that uh and maybe maybe with comedy the difference is you just care about a little too much right you, yeah. you might be a little high it might be a yeah. little you know everything is life or death it is like right. life or death and that's the very nature that's what's so funny to yeah. everybody else you know it, it's making the mundane you know incredibly <laughs> yeah, I stand. Yeah, and, and you were saying about truth before. It's like it's the commitment to the truth of the moment. You have to believe right. that having a number two pencil is that important, and right. 
that much of an impediment to the rest of your day for you yeah. to make that moment and live out that moment truthfully. And, you know, it's like some people say, oh, laughter is the recognition of truth, what, seeing a true yeah. moment. Whereas in drama, you can get away with a couple moments here or there that totally. um, maybe aren't true or, or not completely true. In, in comedy, you can't really get away with faking it. Yeah. You know, you could be good at faking something and, and making it funny, you know, right. like intellectually, like a lot of, you know, a lot of Monty Python stuff is very like heady and there's a lot of eyebrow, but mm -hmm. there's a truth to it and there's a commitment to that. Yes. Even though you know they're making uh, an observation that's, you know, it's like the observational comedian versus the character comedian, right? Yes. So right. Both are funny um, for different reasons. One, because they, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld, because he notices and talks about situations that we've all dealt with, but he has a funny take on it. Yeah. Have, you know, other people that play out moments like, like Martin Lawrence or, you know, people that yeah. play the character and the, the physical life of the situation. And you're just like taken by the character or even Eddie Murphy, he does both, you know, he did both. But in most of his movies, he's playing all these different characters. The comedy is the commitment to that, yes. that world and that life of the character. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, take, yeah, just take Martin Lawrence for that example, just like for him when he was on Martin, you know, yeah what he would get upset about, about to Gina and scream Gina's name, like, yeah. you know, Gina, Gina, you know, uh, you and know, he played Jerome and what was it? Shanae or like, what was it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Wanda. No, no. Wanda was, uh, uh, Jamie Foxx on a living color. Yes. So Wanda, Shanae, was Shanae, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He was Shanae. Jerome and Shanae. I said, but, Jerome in the house. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shanae, right. Uh, uh, I, but it's interesting. The conflict, like what you're mentioning, in those scenarios, the conflict, it just meant so much more to, to his character than it would you in your real life. Yeah. You know, just the idea that like, you know, I don't know what, like you forgot to fill up the gas tank on the car and now, right. you know, and, you know, and then your significant, you know, your lover ends up out in the middle of nowhere because you didn't fill the gas tank up right. and then they come back and they yell at you, you know, like the difference here, you know, my wife and I will just kind of like talk it out calmly. I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't, but you know, Martin would be like, Jada! you know, or, or, you know, it's yeah, yeah. just like, it goes to this level where, where it's like, why is that so important to you? But it is, you yeah. know, it's not comedy to those characters. It's, yes, it's exactly. serious that you forgot to fill the gas tank up. Yeah. You know, totally. so yeah, I, you know, I, I, <laughs> it, it is funny. Like, comedy to me auditioning for comedy is is really it's 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 quite a challenge just for you know for many reasons you know the casting director has been seeing the same scene all day long everybody's performing it same thing and you know finding it funny again is is a challenge uh but i think sometimes for me personally and it's just my growth of his growth as an actor is i sometimes want to to really like figure out how, how am I going to punch that word up or how am I going to drop it low here? And how am I going to, how am I going to make it sing? How's it going to sound musically? You know, mm -hmm. uh, when that's just not the, not the way to go it, you gotta like, you gotta really remember who, you know, who the character is and what they're really fighting for. And, and 
comedy, you got to play outside the script. You just got to sometimes, yeah. you know, I know, you know, it's funny, you and I have like, we've been doing this a long time and there's all these no-nos that casting directors will, you know, and, and the industry will tell you not to do, you know, yeah. and, and, and for the most part, I agree with them. I agree that don't, you know, they'll, they might ask you not to put a button on the scene. Don't do it. Don't do it. But honestly, some rules are made to be broken. If you're, if you're in the scene and you're doing it and it feels right to put a button on it, put a button on it, you know? I think there's a big difference between the audition, mm -hmm. making an impact in an audition and what you're going to do on the day on set if you get the job. Right. You know? They yes. can always say, don't do it. But if it like, it's a scene that doesn't have a button or the button is someone else's in the scene, not yours, then that impact on your, for your audition is going to fizzle yeah. out there. Right. Manager Vic Ramos used to always make sure that I knew that there was a period at the end of the sentence of the scene, whether it was comedy or drama, that that last moment was almost as important as the first moment of the scene. So casting directors watching a tape, you start the scene, they might lose interest pretty quickly if you're not in from, yes. from the mo first moment. Yes. Coming to that last moment, that's the last impression before they move on to watch the next tape or yeah. move on to possibly call the producers and, and maybe have you come back or, right. suggest, or you know, push you for the part. So those, those moments and that button at the end of the scene, you know, I, I look at it as like a button in comedy, but it's still a period on the sentence of the scene. You're making yes. a statement, you're ending right. the scene, you know, and that statement could be that the scene continues and you have a moment that's right. not scripted that you've imagined because nowadays we don't get all the scripts. Like it's like we're right. getting dummy sides or fragmented. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fragmented. You know, we don't have the whole episode. Do you like approach diff the different mediums differently? Like when you're auditioning for TV yeah. or film or theater, because, you know, like I haven't booked theater in LA. You have. And mm -hmm. so, where are the tweaks and you know on the on mm. the the dial of your instrument that you make when you're auditioning for a tv show versus a commercial versus a film versus a play well movies i can't tell you because i do it unsuccessfully i don't movies. <laughs> <laughs> well there's more of a subtle thing you're like yeah. bigger on the screen there's yeah. more close-ups right yeah, i right. feel like it's it, it there's more muted because because the camera is so close and because yeah. the screen is so big that people are going to be seeing more internally. Yeah. Most right. TV shows are shot in mediums. So, and you're on a, a small screen or like a flat screen, which only gets in the best case scenario to 70 to a hundred inches, you know, whereas yes. that yes. would be impossible on a movie screen, you know, like a movie yeah. screens are uh, 70 feet, you know? Yeah. 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 Or a hundred well, feet. Well, I think what strikes me about film is, you know, for, for, for my type and who I am and what I normally go out for, probably the role that I'm most right for is usually an offer to somebody else, you know, and that's usually the case, you know, movies are, you know, <laughs> movies are a real, like, you know, they're, they're an investment problem, right. For the most part, these films are being made and they're being made really you know they got one shot at getting their money back and more and so the pressure is usually on in casting to get 
some names and get some recognizable people totally. and get them in the in those roles. And oftentimes you never even got a chance. You never got a chance at looking at it and auditioning for it and being right for it. So I, you know, to, to a lot of degrees, I think you and I, the difference is that you've, you really, you really have that sort of, you know, you've been the token best friend in a lot of films, you know, and you really play off well to somebody who is, you know, the, the alpha celebrity lead, you know? Um, so I, I, so I think, I think for, for you, it's always, you know, there's been a niche for you in films. Uh, for me, it hasn't really existed a whole lot. Um, so I, I, I can't say I have enough opportunities there to kind of talk about that. But right. what, I, what I do feel the difference is I've done a lot of commercials and I've done a lot of guest stars. And um, the difference between those worlds is, is it is pretty stark. I think, you know, um, just, you know, knowing your breadth of experience in both of those things, it's yeah. like, it seems like the, the difference in question you're asking yourself as an actor is yeah. uh, for a commercial, how do I serve the product and the situation that they're trying to tell and sell this product through? And then with the guest star, how do I serve the story and the character that is depicted in this yes. um, show? With the, 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 you know, the kind of awareness in mind of what type of show you're auditioning for whether right. it's a, a crime procedural, whether it's a hospital medical yeah. procedural, whether it's, you know, you've done a couple of these, you know, cable shows that have their own theme and have their own vibe and pace, you yeah. know, whether it's Mad Men or right. um, there's different stylistic notes or choices that you make, yeah. you know, and I guess that's similar commercials, but in a different way, right? Yeah, totally. Well, you and I both know the the classic breakdown for for lots of TV shows is is it Gilmore Gore, Gilmore Girls or is it not Gilmore Girls? Basically, you know, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the Gilmore Girls pace. We boom, date boom, boom, ourselves boom. with Gilmore Girls. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it bit, means that bit. you speak really fucking fast. Really fast. Are you yeah. going to do this scene fast? And the cues are you going to pick up all these beats really fast? Just yeah. go, go, go. Um, or you know, sometimes to me. To me, the difference for me sometimes, and and I think it it kind of resonates something. I think Mel Gibson said years ago, like what how what he thinks about with acting and acting on film is, it's it's about your breath, yeah, and and being able to, you know, how you breathe. Or was it passing a breathalyzer, or was it about? Yeah, it's probably bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to do All the Mel breath. Gibson joke as All a breath. joke. I had to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no, he. I think when it when it came to like auditioning for for tv shows and especially dramas there there is a little room there to kind of like i don't know there there's a there's a there's a there's a sound to it i don't know how to explain it for me it's always just you can hear the scene working you know and and sometimes that requires it just requires a keen uh sense of listening uh, you know, the breath to me kind of is part of that listening. If you're, you're listening to yourself, breathe, you're listening to your partner, breathe. It, there's just, there's just a, it's almost like a score that plays, you know, I don't know. It, it sounds very frou-frou, but commercials, um, it's kind of weird. You, it's usually a firing squad feeling, you know, you, you go into this room and you got a bunch of, uh, you know, hipster agency dudes sitting on a couch and, you know, it's like eight of them and they all have Macs in front of them and they're not looking at you. 
and uh, and you have somebody who's taping you and you know they it's just it's a for me it, you know I never thought about commercials as like selling a product um, I, I never got those roles where you actually were selling a product like you, you know um, uh, not, not even flat buns not even flat, yeah, yeah no um uh, you know, like, yeah, the guy is just like, uh, preparation H really helps with my uh, bowel movements. Uh, right. You're in, you're more, you get cast in the situational stuff. Yeah. It's a situation. Yeah. It's still learning. Right. It's a mini storyline. And, 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 you know, often, you know, the things I might get might be more about the physicality of the role, you know, and, and I've always been a comfortable actor physically, uh, to perform something, especially comedically. So, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I, I've had to activate my hips a lot for a Taco Bell commercial or, you yeah. know, I've had to, um, you know, like he's, you mentioned the Carl's Jr. flat buns. I had to rap, you know, I had to right. be this, you know, white boy rapper, white boy Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it, it uh, you know, I did the progressive thing not too long ago, the becoming your parents, you know, your father, you know, these things are, uh, there you gotta have fun i guess that's the thing that always resonates more with the commercial stuff it's just get over the absurdity of and the weirdness of a of a commercial audition and have a good time uh, and honestly i don't even think the lines matter usually like let them go like they they sometimes they'll have the lines up on a board you know and you gotta like read the lines uh while you got a bunch of hipsters staring at you not thinking right. you're funny and i think once you start to try to do that you you start to bottom out a little bit i think um no 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 the scene i think if you know the scene yeah, and yeah. you know a couple you know you can you can you can like take some creative liberties with the lines and stuff and just get in there and i don't know man it, it, it's just Knowing yeah. that it's, you know, not necessarily tongue in cheek, but it's, it's not, it's not method acting. It's not Shakespeare. No. If you take it too seriously. It's going to be dead on arrival. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Totally. And it, with the improv stuff, cause you mentioned it, yeah. like, do you. And I improv a lot for commercials. Like, yes. That's, so you that's trained a lot. You yeah. improv a lot for commercials. Yeah. In general, maybe in commercials, it's different because there's a lot of improv required, even in the audition. And especially on set, because they change this stuff up because they only have one day to shoot it. And you like want right. to get every which way, you know, but sideways with regards to like, you know, the film and TV stuff that you've done. If you've ever had the opportunity or been encouraged to improvise or paraphrase, how do you like that? Do you, do you feel more comfortable yeah. or you do you feel uh, more comfortable with a set solid script? I, I, I honestly, I do like the improv more. Uh, the only danger in the improv is you can lose sight of your character sometimes in, in, in the fun, in the, in the fun of it all, you know, you, you might start to go down a, uh, an improv rabbit hole where you're like, Oh shoot, I got away from my character's like yeah. objective and motivation. It's tough. Uh, it's tough to stay in that. Yeah. It can with be the momentum and that character. It can be, you know, the, the, it's funny, the, the progressive commercial I did, I got to set. And the, the director, there were two directors and um, they, they said, okay, so I know we gave you guys some lines to, um, you know, in the audition, but uh, we don't want you to do any of those lines. Just yeah. get rid of them. And we just want to see what you do. Yeah. 
which, you know, when you hear that, you you lay a couple logs in your shorts, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, it's pretty frightening because you're, you know, you, you have corporate in another truck, you got corporate progressive here, right. watching it from a, a van being like, no, we don't like what he did there. Stop, make him stop doing that. You know, oh, yeah. tons of stuff like that. But like, I don't know, it was, it was such a fascinating experience for me because I'm not sure I've ever had that deep a level of improv experience on camera right. like that. And it was, it was a blast. It ended up like I found my character somehow. I found who he was. I understood exactly what happened, why he's, he's, he has an illness. He thinks he's, he, he's, he's only in his, you know, late twenties. And now he's his 55 year old dad. All of a sudden he caught a disease and you know based on your dad was did you do your dad an impersonation uh, it's a little dad yeah it's a little <laughs> my dad yeah i gotta be honest um but like you know dads ham stuff up you know dads like to be the funny one and you know uh, and and the, and the actress playing next to me she was fantastic she was really funny and we just riffed off of each other so well that it just was like it's just funny like what struck me so funny i was like how many ideas were just firing off because I was just, I was in this such a, a great and playful environment, you know, and it wasn't scary anymore. And it was just like, damn, man, they're just letting us roll. They just, they're going to roll the camera yeah, and they're just going to let us go. And we, we had takes that were long, long. And then it, it really got to a point where like, all right, guys, we got nothing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? right. And then, you know, every crew cracks up and everyone right. breaks because you can't hear it. You don't know if anybody's thinking it's funny. Right. Everybody think you're an asshole. Yeah. But then, then, you know, then you're like, oh my God, everybody's loving this right now. This is great. Yeah. And I don't know. The, it, it, it just depends on the situation. You know, you know, it's like, it's like yeah. some sets. I don't know. I, I, I do prefer the improv think first and foremost it's just because it's just free freer yeah it's free and it and it it doesn't let you get complacent in any way you have to be present you have no choice but to listen to your partners yeah you have to be fully active and invested in the moment and 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 really juicy awesome stuff comes out of it it just it does it's so great comes to like scripted material i know i may know the answer to this but are you a like rehearsal wise do you are you like a memorizing go type of actor or do you like to rehearse and finesse the scene as much as you can in the time that you have type of actor you're gonna guess something (laughs) no i was gonna say (laughs) uh we i i think we like rehearsal yeah yeah yeah, right we like like to rehearse it yeah get everything out of it that you yeah. can yeah. and then make it live, make it, make yeah. it thing. You know, we do. I don't do. feel like improv is one thing to improv. You're, you're free right. and you know, you could do that. And I think we both enjoy that. But if there is dialogue that you need to say, and I am not one to improv with dialogue that I just received, you yeah. know, or feel free without just memorizing it and without proper, because in most cases, everything happens on a, a quicker time frame. You know, it's not paced out. It's it's actually paced up faster than real life. Because if you know, yeah. 
it would lose the steam or be boring if it was normal life. So to do that as actors, I always feel like you have to slow it down and kind of dissect mm. the moments, sometimes moments that last for a split seconds. But if you dissect it out and then bring it back together, the trust and hope is that it'll be there without yeah. you having to worry about playing it or indicating, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I obviously think obviously Jonathan is a, a memorizing go type guy. Like I would work with yes. him on auditions and we do it twice and he's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Where I know is like, we'll work on something for 45 minutes, an hour. And you're like, <laughs> no. I'm going to do it on my own. Uh, I'm going to memorize it or like work on it on my own. Yes. In addition to the hour that we just. Yes. And well, we're, and we're, I'm the same way. I'll work on it until I have time. And, and obviously I, I, you know, I think that benefits actors like us uh, during COVID, especially now that everything's on yeah. tape, you know, I, I, I know not to get off on a tangent too much, but I, I know the whole, the prevailing theory for so many years for casting directors. And, and I understand it was, you know, they didn't like taped auditions from actors. Cause yeah. you don't know how long, like you say, you don't know how long that actor worked on that. Maybe it's a great audition. They got this tape and they're really good, yeah. but they're like, how long did they work on this? This actor doesn't have any credits. They turned in this great scene. I don't know what they're like under pressure. How are they going to be like on set? Can they yeah. take direction? Can I give them a note? I have no idea what they're, they're, they're loose. I don't know them from Adam and you know, what benefit but for you and i we 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 have the luxury of having a resume of a lot of these casting directors that were called in for know us already have yeah. hired us already so the benefit now that we get during covid is we can turn in a great audition tape we can work it to the point that we're ready it's ready it feels great it looks great yeah um you know, I, so I've, I've been, <laughs> COVID has been incredible for me, um, yeah. for that respect. And, and I've, I've been able to like, you know, my, my, my rate of booking is pretty awesome during this yeah. better than it's ever been. Yeah. It's and, awesome. uh, yeah. It, and, and, and it just, it's a testament to the work that the, how we like to work, you know, what I, you know, oftentimes, you know, I, I want to get to a point where I can play in the scene and I can listen to the other, my, my reader and not worried about the next line. And that's obviously, I think I've lost a lot of auditions, especially ones that I felt like were mine and I was right for it because I just didn't have it down yet, you know? And there isn't time to, you can't rehearse in an audition. It, yeah. It's rare. It's rare that a casting director is gonna be like, let's do it again, let's get it right. You know, right. That, that it's rare. It happens once in a blue moon. Because right. they, they believe in you. But like, usually it's like, oh, that was your chance. See yeah. ya. You like a lot of takes on set? No, I don't actually. I, I, I'm really fast. I usually, on set, I'm pretty done. Yeah. I'm pretty done. I do it once, twice. I'm pretty done. And I'm kind of used to that as a guest star because they don't give you time. They're yeah, always giving. Maybe two or three. Right. That's how it is. Yeah. And they're going to give, they're going to give the other. And the second thing usually is that you're first up. You don't, you don't get to get warm with the lead actors the act because the lead actors get they're there they to get, get their warm, warm with up. you yeah they get their warm up through you doing the scene so uh, oftentimes but i but it's like you said i've i've already worked it out i've done it in the audition and i've worked it out a little bit ahead of time and i'm ready for it and sometimes you know going back sometimes yeah. you know getting ready for a set i will i will repeat I will repeat a lot of my lines just sort of monotone 
I'll just say the line. Blah, 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 blah. No, no, no emotional inflection on it. No, no character, no motivation, no objective. Just say it and just yeah. keep repeating it and know it and know it and know it and get and drive yourself crazy. So that way you get the set and you're not, you're not going to be thrown for a loop. You know, you're not going to be like, you're not going to go up on a line. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You've, you, you have built it into your brain so much now. And I do it monotone because I don't want to make choices yet. I don't want to start making choices now because I don't know how the other actor is going to say something to me. And I want to, I want to respond to that. You know, I want to be yeah. ready to respond to that. So just, you know, burn those words in your brain. It's just burned in there and you're just ready to play. And that's kind of how I approach it, especially, you know, yeah. auditioning for, on tape at home, burning into my brain. And then I get into the room and then it's about, it's sort of, it's the actor studio stuff. It's like the, the sort of, it's the specificity. I'm like, my eyeline, I got, I got two people coming into the scene. One talks to me. Those are always interesting when you had to film yourself on camera yeah. and there's two characters in the scene with you and they're both or talking more. to you or more. Yeah. And, and you gotta, you gotta like change you your one eye reader behind you one reader. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you have to figure out your eye lines. I'm going to go to the right over here and then I'm going to go to the left over here and then, and then add in weird ones where it's like all action. Um, I just helped a buddy Zorin. Yeah. Zorin. I just helped him on a film audition where he was some, some kind of Russian gangster. And um, I could have guessed it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, and he, he had to like, the hero is like, he's in some kind of cavern and the hero is like is like down below with him says a couple lines disappears in the darkness and he's got his gun he's like where'd you go you know and then the, then they're up on a ledge and he's got to right. look up and then yeah. they're up there and like how'd you get up there drop give me the whatever give me the yeah. the the, am, the amulet oh, terrible shit like that you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you know she then swings down on a rope you know this is yeah, like yeah, yeah. what the fuck are you gonna do with that <laughs> and and honestly what strikes me about that stuff, and I, I kind of like those scenes, I've come to like those scenes because the only way to do them is to build in that specificity. You got to know how high the ledge is that you're going to look up. What's it made of? What's it look like? How dark is it in here? Oh man, if it's really dark in here, you know, I might have to, I might naturally squint to kind of see where the hell she is or I need oh, a, yeah. oh yeah, maybe I have like a flashlight on my gun or something. I don't know. You know, I'm somebody that like, you know, we talked about these no-nos that sometimes cast directors like don't yeah. bring props. Don't, don't get overly elaborate. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you can break the rules. Right. Sometimes you can break the rules and I, I will, I will give yeah. myself. I'd rather do this than this. Or yeah. The, oh, yeah. The the, the, the classic thumb pinky yeah, yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. I've done with guns where I've used a tripod that we weren't using as the gun. Right. You know. Yeah. Just because I don't have a gun. Right. <laughs> and it's like, what am I going to do? An air pump of a, uh, you know, a shotgun. Right. Uh, you know. Ch -ch -ch. I, yes. I would make the sound if I did it by air. But now that I have something in my hands, it's weight. It gives me it's, the, you know, yeah. that power. And, and the fact that you have it in your hand. It, you're already kind of immersing yourself in the scene a little more yeah and then and then if you sometimes i usually sometimes with a gun I'll, I'll just space object it i'm just holding the weight of it in my hand i don't have anything right and i like doing that sometimes because it it forces me to maintain it right it forces me to continue playing with it 
to feel like it, the weight of it in my hand. And that, that leads to some kind of interesting levels of specificity too. How am I going to put it back down and uh, how am I going to lower it? And it, it reduces also the acting that we need to do. Like, I don't yeah. know, like the more practical things I could use and believable to me, at least. Yeah. It's more important for me to believe it than for someone else. To yes. Believe, yes. You know? That's key. And so that's, you know, that's where you can break the rules for you to believe it. You got to believe it. Right. If you, if, if you can make yourself believe that you were doing all these things. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to work, man. The scene is going to yeah. look good and they will like it and they will let go. Of the fact that you look, never bring a, a gun or a prop gun yeah, to yeah. an audition. Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> I never do what that. Is, uh, but so, you know, yeah, of course. Never bring that shit to it. Uh, but I will say Never before we go into an audition, I think that's a good rule. Yeah, that's a general, generally good rule. Right? Yeah. Never whip out anything that yeah could be construed as violence. But but I will say I will say the first thing I ever booked on TV it was it was a co-star for Numbers, the show Numbers. Right. And in the scene, I was a college kid who got wronged and is being kicked out of school. And then the cops come and talk, talk, question me because there was like a murder or something. Yeah. And they were going to ask me a couple questions. And, and meanwhile, I'm packing up. I'm leaving. I'm being kicked out of the door. So I'm loading my car up. And I was like, yeah. I'm not going to just come. How can I come into the scene not doing that? How am I going to stand here? And they're going to ask me all these questions. I have an objective. My objective is to leave town. I'm out of here. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. I've got to get my shit out of here. So I, I was like, I got to make this real for me. Yeah. And so I came to the audition with a backpack full of books. I had a bunch of books. Yeah. I, I did. And, I, and I, I took the book bag. I took all the books out. And I put them on the floor. And I took the book bag and I put it on a chair. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even bother looking at the cast director and the director. I didn't bother to, I'm not even going to bother like gauging how you feel about me right yeah. now. I'm just not going to do it. And, and I was like, okay, I'm ready. And, and we started the scene and I just started, I took one book at a time and I tried to get into the bag. Actually, I remember, I remember making the books like, like it was like, it's too many books for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just too many books. So I had to like work the problem. I had to yeah. work the problem out. I was like, it's like Tetris in this bag. Yeah, like, yeah. Hell, how am I going to get these guys? And, you know, and they're asking me questions. And, you know, some of the questions I'm frustrated. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know where you right. I don't know yeah. this kid. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't help you. I just, you know, I got to get back to this. And, and, it, and I got it, you know, and it was yeah. just, and I, and I still think about that. I'm like, I got it because I was specific. Yeah. I got it because I, I filled out the world for me and it made it real for me. And, and that, and it was real for them, you yeah. know? And I think you got to do what you, you got to do whatever you got to do to fill it out, you know? Yeah. And I think that's key, man. It's just so key. You know, is that your most memorable audition experience? Do you have like any, oh, like geez. it could be a negative memorable, but yeah, yeah. There, there's negative <laughs> and positive. I have, I have a handful of both more than yeah. both. I know we we can probably do like a full like <laughs> mini series. <laughs> on just on that. The... I know. Crazy. I know. What about on set? Anything like, um, or if you want to tell a audition experience, but I, I'm always interested in, cause it's such a, yeah. especially auditions are such an intimate, like sometimes I don't like working and doing it with anyone else because there is with the vulnerability or the intimacy of it, 
it's just easier to walk in and just open up and do it in the audition room and yeah. be free as opposed to having to do it with a lot of different people, whether it's your wife or roommate yeah. or you know, reader on your own rehearsal. Yeah. But, but I think it's a peek inside of what we go, what we do that you can't see on an audition tape that they put on the DVD package, you know, mm. or the special features, you know, it's like, there's a whole other thing that goes into it, but is there, is there an audition or on set experience that stand out for you as like either a highlight or it maybe help you grow or, or gave you an education that mm. moving forward, you were able to evolve as an actor? Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, I mean, it's two questions in one, really. It's like, yeah, you could pick an audition or onset experience, either one. Yeah. Obviously there's, there's no substitute for what it's like to be on set. I mean, when, yeah. when you, when you do it and you, that you, you, you have to show up for it, you know, you gotta bring, you gotta bring your all and be prepared and make sure you eat a good breakfast and yeah, yeah. <laughs> warm yourself up and and then honestly, like what's great about being on set is usually you're with some incredible actors. Your whole, your whole life is, you know, uh, in this industry, most of your life is taken up by like auditioning. Right. And you're not in a room with gr yeah. another great actor. And all of a sudden. Mostly unemployed actors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's your job, right? I almost I mean, called the, this podcast. Mostly unemployed. unemployed. <laughs> well, it'll just be you and I all day. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, but, you know, you, you get the set and you're, you're working with a, a Hugh Laurie today. And you're like, oh, my God. And it, and it, but it elevates you. It elevates you that you just, because you're watching them do what they do. And sometimes it, there's so many, let's like even little technical things. You're like he's doing nothing. Is that going to look good? And then you watch it on screen. You're like, damn, he's so alive and it looks so alive, but he, he just kind of went into the scene like this and he just talked like this the whole time. And you're yeah. just like, that's not going to read. Why is that going to read? And it just does. Cause he knows his instrument. He knows himself so well right. and or herself so well. And, and they, you know, they, they, those are just little intangibles and little things you pick up while you're doing it. Um, you know, I even learned the the classic, the walk and talk. Yeah. I learned it from the actress. I was like, I was getting a little stressed out. I had a walk and talk. I was going down like four corridors. It was a long shot, long scene. I was like, what the fuck am I, how the hell am I going to do this? They want me to stop at this point and end it with this line. Like I got to hit this point. Yeah. And the guy, the guy was like, you know, this goes right. Or I think it was, it wasn't, it wasn't one of the actors. It was, um, I think it was the DP or something. It's like, yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, just, you know, start the scene on your mark at the end here, turn around and walk the scene back the other way. Just walk it back and see where you land Yeah. when you're done with the scene. And it was just like little, like, just like, it, it was like a, an explosion. And you're just like, whoa, of course, of course. Yeah. And then it's going to time out perfectly. So I'm just going to walk it backwards, start the scene here where I need to end, walk, yeah. talk. And it and we nailed it every time. We just yeah. nailed it every time. And it's just those little. It really, it really is those little things where you. I don't know. It, it, they're the little technical things, and it is technical, man. It, you you will be you will be for those of you that just you know for for first timers getting on set. There's a lot of technical shit going on, and you're gonna be hit by it. And you know, and if you're asked to do a lot, you gotta be ready for that. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, it's still challenging. I mean, I'm, I'm better at it, but it's still challenging to hit a mark without looking at it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's not yeah. like theater where you could feel the light, you're in the light, you know, yeah. uh, and you we have a sense, a better sense that we started of where the camera is and, you yes. know, how to turn an angle, you know, whether it's a prop or an action that you're doing to turn out towards camera and sheet it, as they say, yeah. because when it cuts together, you're not going to see that stuff. They'll cut into a close up of you holding your cell phone yep. or some piece of paper that you're giving over um, or yep. the computer you're typing on and it'll cut together. But you learn those things and it's like a slow it's like a slow assembly line. Your career is like a slow assembly line for you as an actor. And you're yeah. always picking up stuff. You know, I don't think there's ever going to be a point when I don't learn something new from an experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And that's, and that key to this, I mean, the, the real key is, yeah, you're, you're, you never stop growing. You, yeah. There's so much more. You got, you just got to be ready and, and learn from the people that are doing it there. What are your favorite actors? Who are your favorite actors or actresses that either you've worked with or want to work with, like dream of working with? Uh, well, Austin Basis was pretty excellent. <laughs> well, you've worked with me already, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we have tried to do, try to get Box Borders too going again. Yes, but, Electric uh, Blue. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's funny, uh, not gonna name my age, uh, say my age, but, um, but, for somebody that's kind of been doing this a while, you know, kind of what strikes me more these days is just, I want to work with good people. I just want to work with really good people. And like, I think about, I think about the Tom Hanks's, you know, or like yeah. Paul Rudd, you know, mm -hmm. uh, just good, good people, you know, and I guess that's what, that's what I kind of care about nowadays. I mean, there's, you know, obviously watching, you know, Gary Oldman and his process on set would be pretty wild. And he's yeah. a, obviously he seems like a really gentle and wonderful person as well. And I'm sure that would be great too. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think for me, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I like being around good people, you yeah. know, and, and that's I mean, the kind it's a of given if I they're admire. in the film or TV show, they're good actors for them to be good people as well and enjoyable to work with. Yeah, I feel like that's another level. And as you know, you get older, you don't want to, you don't want to waste your time with some experience yes. that's going to leave you scarred or never meet your heroes because they'll disappoint you. All. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know? and, and maybe that's part of it, right? It's yeah. sort of this like some of those some of these people, you know, they are heroes to to your acting process, but they might, they might yeah. not be so much when you meet them. And and you know, we've I've had some experience with some of those people working with them and uh, you know it's it's it sucks honestly it sucks and you don't feel like you're actually in the scene with them you know and those yeah. are those are just those little things i feel like a good you know when we say good person they're just you know somebody that's just like empathetic and and listens and yeah and is you know wants the best out of you you know when you get there and i don't know so i I, Tom Hanks is an easy one to point yeah, out yeah. just because like the guy, that guy can't fake how, what a genuine dude he is. You know, right. it's clear. It's clear to everybody. The guy could run for president tomorrow. Yeah. I, I guess that's where I'm at nowadays. I'm like, just give me a nice person. Is it the same for like writers and directors? Cause there are different personalities. Mm -hmm. uh, are there any out there that 
it's hard to say a writer who isn't a director, you yeah. know, like a screenwriter or a TV writer, but most of the time writers in TV are the executive producers. So they yeah. kind of have a, a higher runner position mm -hmm. than the, the director of TV. Whereas in film, right. the director is the king of the road, but are there directors that you just have always loved their films or TV shows and just want to hmm. like dream of working with? Yeah, that's, that is interesting. I guess I don't have any that I dream about necessarily. I do like, I do like ones that kind of know that, you know, when we're talking about directors, directors, really good directors stay out of the way, honestly. Yeah, yeah. They, they know, they know just enough to, to, to motivate and get what, get what would they need out of the scene yeah. and step away and, and allow the actors to do their thing. And, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, there's, there's numerous people that are like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. I don't, uh, I never really have this sort of itch or desire to kind of chase, you know, the dream of working with certain directors or whoever, you know, I, I, I yeah, know. You, it's, it's, there is a, a sense of like giving over the destiny of being an actor mm. to yes, settle yes. for as long as I'm working and, and, yeah. you know, could maintain my career and that stuff is making me happy then then I'll be I'll be okay and if I happen to work for an amazing director or an award-winning writer you know etc yeah. then you know it's just a bonus on top of it totally but yeah it's it's it there is something to be like we only have so much control of this situation we could put ourselves out there we can make our own stuff and be seen by whoever casting producers directors and however it falls out and however we wind up like i've wound up working with a lot of people that uh, on shows that i liked and that i looked up to yeah just because of the persistence and the head down you know work ethic that i've i've tried to maintain and it's hard to maintain throughout a career especially when the 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 work is a little, you know, sparse, like in the past year because yeah. of pandemic, you know, like, right. what do you do? You know, like, and this is what I'm doing. You know, like, this is part of it because yeah. I miss these conversations, you know, and if there's something about just the craft that keeps me coming back for more, is mm -hmm. there like, what about acting and about, you know, cause we both had those moments where it's like, is this, is this it? Is it, is it done? Yeah, do yeah. I have to find something different? I'm not making the money or I need to find, a new career or some way yeah. to support this habit, <laughs> this right, 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 acting right. habit I have. Yeah. Um, but is there, what is it about acting that keeps you coming back for more of that? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that has changed for me over the years. Uh, to, to your point, I always think the last job I did is my last job. I always feel that way. It might be, it, it's probably a cliche. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, but I always do. I, I just kind of do. I always have a moment even on set. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is probably it. But um, I don't know. I, I, it really, I don't know where, where I'm at in my life now. I, I've, I feel, I feel a little more grounded in a lot of things in my life. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm married now and I'm pretty happy with my, my personal life and, so to me, sometimes it's just like, I feel like I have this new sense of uh, just being grateful. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I get to, I always look at like when I book something and I'm going to go to set for a few days and shoot this thing, it's, it's just fun. I'm just going to go there and have a good time. 
you know, I get to play and, 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 and do this thing for a couple of days and that's pretty cool. And I guess I, I, and, and I guess, you know, that, that I feel like to some degree that kind of answers it. I, I, I have fun doing this. I've always liked doing it. Um, but that said, I, you know, I've over, I would say, you know, last almost decade or half decade, you know, I've, I've had some, you know, I, you know, we, we get a little older, we, 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 we look changes a little bit oh, yeah. what the, how we're cast is different yeah, yeah. and different you, hair you kind, patterns. Yeah. You're right. And, and people, you know, cast directors have to see you differently. And, and sometimes what comes with that is there's a lull, you know, there's a lull. And I had a little bit of a lull, had a couple of years. It's just, you know, it was, yeah. it was pretty dry and, you know, you gotta, gotta keep doing stuff. And, I'm, I'm really grateful for that experience because I, you know, I started to go into more of the production side. I, I, I helped start a production company with some friends and I ended up becoming a creative director and we're working, you know, doing commercials and yeah, yeah. with ad agencies and, and I kind of like it honed, you know, I would say for any, any aspiring actor, it's, it's so vital for you to try to get yourself on the other side, uh, sometimes, you know, and that could be, you know, being a reader for a casting director. I've done that several times and it's incredible. Um, and I've, I've gotten to have the experience with lots of stuff. I'm so grateful. Like I've been able to produce commercials. I've, I've directed some spots, you know, that experience, it shapes how I view the industry and it shapes, how like all the things I used to be so concerned about and I, I would beat myself up over yeah. why didn't they choose me you know when you're in those positions that the people that you know could have cast you once you become one of those people yeah. and you're doing it it's it's so eye-opening to the whole process and you understand how you fit into this process way more yeah and so for me I, I don't know I I it's a long-winded way of saying I kind of view myself as um, someone that's interested in a lot of things, honestly. Yeah. I love acting. I love acting, but I also like producing. I also like directing stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I've been dabbling in graphic design and I'm at, I've learned how to edit and do some animation. And yeah, yeah. I just feel like as an artist, as an artist, I think we, you know, I, I, I think it's important and I really believe this. I think it's important that artists need to, we got to stop saying we are this thing, you know, that, that I am an actor. You might need to say that to give yourself a little more confidence. I understand that to like, I'm going to, I'm an actor. I belong here. You know, I understand that. I am Spartacus. Yeah, right. But but I, I just think we're, we're so much more than that. We're so much more than the profession that we're trying to be, to, to try to be successful at. We're lots of things, especially artists. I mean, I don't know. We're observers, observers of human behavior. You know, we, we understand what makes people tick. We try to learn what makes people tick, you know, and that crosses over in a lot of stuff, you know, and, and, and it fascinates me. It, it, it really does. And I sometimes... I've, I've been getting into design and graphic design design in and of itself is you know, when, when you look at what design is, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to 
mess up the definition, but, but essentially it's like something that is made concisely and clearly for others to use more, you know, to use certain things more efficiently. Take yeah. a doorknob, for example. Right. Why is a doorknob shaped the way a doorknob is? Because it fits your hand perfectly. You know, that's why somebody made a little bulge at the end. It, yeah. That is design at work, you know, and to me, I'm, I, you know, over the past decade, I'd say I've, my, my vision of the world and my artistry has expanded beyond acting. And so I, I get a lot out of a bunch of other stuff too, you know, and I, I don't want to be just this one thing anymore, you know? And what's interesting for me as uh, someone who's watched your work over the last, you know, whatever, 15 years since we worked together and we've known each other, I feel that in your work, like, I think it comes through mm. um, mm -hmm. that expansion of, you know, your appreciation or prospects or the frontier with which you're approaching life, that that uh, breadth of experience really comes through, you know, life experience, right? You know, the technical experience of producing, designing, creating, directing, mm -hmm all the stuff you've been doing for the, you know, the right. past few years, at least. And you too. And I mean, I've seen you do it too. I mean, yeah. How, how but you've you... had way more yeah. like of a wide range of yeah. external experience and um, yeah. On like the professional level, like, yes. On yeah, the professional yeah. level that right. it, you've come back to the craft of acting with a fuller plate and a fuller tool belt that some things might not even directly relate to your performance but yeah. they come through anyway because you're better now having experienced all that stuff and seen it seen production and creation of something from a right. different point of view than just thinking about the human side of it and the the yeah. the very tunnel vision aspect of how actors think of right whether it's a story or a character or life in general you know um it shows and like that's that's part of that's part of i think why it's part of why i you know wanted to talk to you obviously yeah. and, um get talk to you more in depth this is more in depth than we usually talk but totally, it's more yeah. specific i mean we've you know kind of tread upon a lot of stuff that we talk about a lot but i think you know uh, i've learned stuff too and that's kind of why i wanted to do this like yeah. i'm learning all this stuff and you know stuff some things i'll take with me but also i think whoever listens to a podcast like this will get stuff out of it you know whether yeah. they're an actor or an artist or just right. a person interesting and in seeing another side of uh things is there like a quote or mm. anything that you you kind of like i have a whole board of quotes i pick up quotes all the time mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. use them at different points whether it's in a movie or Maybe when I read a pilot just recently that I'm like, that line is just epic. Like, I think I'll use that for, you know, um, for mm -hmm. something in the future or like, I'll remember that quote. But there's a lot of stuff that meant sometimes when I used to go out of the house to work on an audition that I'd be like, I'd read through my quotes or my vision board kind of thing. And there's a couple quotes that are like, kind of tap in every time I read them to my life and what I'm doing. Is there a quote or a couple quotes mm. that you have that have really inspired you or like mm. changed your outlook on like yeah. acting, the craft, artistry, life? Uh, well, I have, I have 
you know, I, I have one that's followed me for many years and it helps to look at it. It's an Oscar Wilde quote. It says, and I used to have it in my email signature, life is too short to be taken seriously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, right. a, it's, it's, it's a pretty, um, it's a pretty great way to like, you know, look at life. If you it's can. the motto of your uh, your commercial class. If you ever teach yeah. one, <laughs> yeah, right. <You> know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Commercials are too short to be taken seriously. Take seriously, That's right? right. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. Anyway, we've talked for a long time, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think that's what I like about this stuff, and I don't want to rush these soundbite type things. I really want to have in depth discussions with people, and I'm glad that you were the first person I, I could yeah. talk to because I knew we'd both have a lot to say and that I don't think people have heard um, yeah. in, in interviews and, and to talk about, you know, just, yeah. you know, what we love to do. And, and I know we're both artists beyond acting. And yeah. so um, I think that's important as well. And I, and, and, you know, we say it again, come full circle. I do. I really feel like, cause you and I've been there for each other through this whole situation from yeah. since we got out here and we really do. We were in it's sort of parallel lives, you know, in a sense. And, you know, we, we, we got married, we've been each other's best man, you right. know, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we've done lots of like life pivotal things together. And, and yeah. you, you probably more than any other actor I know, I, I, I celebrate more your victories than others. So it's, it's cause it's just, it feels, it feels personal to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it's cool that, yes, I'm, I'm glad you asked me to do this with you. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's, yeah, because like, it's it's, definitely it's like you're saying, I'm learning from you, you know, it's definitely selfish for me, too, because I always feel like because of that connection that we have, that I have, I have a stake in your success as well. Even mm -hmm. when I don't work with you on auditions, I, right. do, I, I, I do feel the same way about your audit when you book stuff and I'm like, yes, you know, like, yeah. And so totally. uh, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, and uh, hopefully when it comes together. <laughs> Other people will be interested as I am to hear what you have to say, but also yeah. to hear conversations like this that are a little more patient and, and in-depth than you're used to hearing. Yeah, man. I, I think I have no doubt it will be that way with, with whoever else you bring on. You, yeah. you, you, you bring it out of us, dude. So right. that's good. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, man. And uh, we'll see you next time on Actor Speak. Thanks again to James Imicus for speaking with me, and thank you for listening. And thanks to my lifelong friend Jason Liebman and up-and-coming musical prodigy Dylan Hazen for composing and producing the Actor Speak intro music and theme song. It pays to have talented people in your life, and I'm extremely grateful for this sweet tune. One last note. I want to give a special shout out to Jenny Josephson for her guidance in conceiving and producing this podcast. Thanks for all your advice, patience, and support. Subscribe to Actor Speak on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, you'll be eligible to win some cool Actor Speak swag. Once again, thank you for listening. This was Actor Speak.